from Madison, Wisconsin, World Dairy Expo presents The Dairy Show, the digital meeting place of the global dairy industry, where we sit down to talk cows, cutting edge technology, and the colored shavings. Welcome to The Dairy Show. I am your host, Lisa Benke. World Dairy Expo 2023 has come to a close, and what a week it was, starting on Saturday, September 30th with our Youth Dairy Fitting Contest and ending on Friday night with the pronouncement of America's Supreme Champion. So much happened in between. World Dairy Expo's media room is a beehive of activity with over 200 journalists traveling to Madison to cover the show. But World Dairy Expo's communications team also documents the results and assists those attending with interviewees and stories to tell. To assist with this monumental task, we hire media interns. On this episode of The Dairy Show, we'll meet the four young women who accepted this awesome responsibility. I'd like to introduce you to Irene Nielsen. Irene, welcome to The Dairy Show. Thank you, Lisa. Could you tell us, Irene, a little bit about yourself, starting with where you grew up? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Irene Nielsen, and I'm originally from Mason, Michigan, where I grew up on kind of a small hobby farm. We had horses and beef cattle, but when I was about nine years old, I started getting involved with 4-H, and I had a strong interest in dairy cattle. My mom grew up on a dairy farm in the Thumma, Michigan, so I really enjoyed getting involved on the showing aspect there. And then from there on, it kind of snowballed, thanks to some close family friends, the Long family who really helped kind of propel my interest in the dairy cattle exhibiting world. This wasn't your first trip to World Dairy Expo, Irene. Yeah, I've exhibited at World Dairy Expo a few times and then also been some barn help and a few other times. The first time I came to World Dairy Expo, it was with the Long family and they had a heifer they were tying in with the Keeble family. And so that week I kind of got it spent with them and it was a great introduction to the whole thing. I had never been to World Dairy Expo and I was just shocked at how many people were involved in the exhibiting side of the world and how extensive the whole program was. Well, you aren't just casually involved in the dairy industry. Tell us about what you're studying and where you're doing that. Yeah, so I'm a junior at Iowa State University where I'm studying dairy science, agricultural communications, and international ag. That's an ambitious major. And you demonstrated how ambitious you are at World Dairy Expo. World Dairy Expo has broad appeal to people of all ages from across the planet. So Irene, what were your favorite communication vehicles to help share Expo's story and the results with those who couldn't be with us? So I think something that even shocked me when I first came to World Dairy Expo and still surprises me now is the extent of people who attend World Dairy Expo. It's not just dairy cattle exhibitors. There's trade show exhibitors. There's international attendees and then just people from not only around Madison, but around the Midwest and people who come from even farther than that. So it was really great to see the extents that World Dairy Expo brings people in. It was really interesting to hear stories from our, whether it was our trade show exhibitors, our international attendees, or our dairy cattle exhibitors to see what was really important to them. So it was kind of great to get that both on video and get that in print. And it was really great being able to cover the shows as well, because that's where I started from at World Dairy Expo and being able to cover those, whether it was through our press releases, our Instagram or Facebook stories, or just our posts across all social media. So much information to share and so many communication vehicles to do so. And I know a lot of people who attend World Dairy Expo, even if you're there for the duration of the show, there's just not enough time to see it all and take it all in. So I know people that were there even 
are backing through your posts, through your news releases, through the video coverage, through Expo TV, to see all that happened there during the week. Well, Irene, next year's show will take place October 1st through 4th. You experienced a week of World Dairy Expo. Share with us, what are your top three reasons to encourage people to make the trip to Madison, Wisconsin? Well, I think one of the top ones for me is it's amazing to see the extent of the dairy industry. I know sometimes it seems very small and we have our own little circles of the world, but it's really incredible to see how extensive it reaches from international attendees to trade show exhibitors. There are so many companies whether you come from a farm, whether you're a professional in the industry, or whether you just have a strong interest in there, there is something for everyone. And that's something that's really unique about the trade show being extremely large, but having companies that kind of cater to everyone's interest. So I'd, I'd say really the extent of the dairy industry is amazing and it's great to connect with people, network with individuals and make those connections that are going to last a lifetime. So I kind of bring that into my second reason to attend is the connections that you'll make. I think that's something really important, whether it's walking through the barns and you're seeing people that you met years ago. That was something that was really emphasized in a couple of our interviews with whether it was dairy cattle exhibitors or trade show exhibitors, those connections that they've made. And a third reason, just to see the quality of cattle. Obviously, I come from the exhibiting side of the dairy industry and that it's amazing. I'm seeing the genetic progress that's made. It's just really impressive and kind of unique to this show to bring all of those facets together, which is really cool to see. I would say we are indebted to the Longs and to the Keebles for bringing you into the fold, Irene. You're an asset to the Michigan dairy industry, to the global dairy industry, and we wish you well as you complete your studies at Iowa State. Thank you. It was great spending the week with you. Thanks for being our guest on The Dairy Show. All right. Well, now I'd like you to meet Michelle Stangler. Michelle, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks for having me on, Lisa. Happy to be here and really exciting opportunity to be with World Dairy Expo for a media internship. My background's in the dairy industry, of course. So I grew up on my family's small dairy farm in Watertown, Wisconsin, which is in the middle of Madison, Milwaukee. And there I was able to learn those soft skills of hard work and teamwork and all the fun things that come with being raised on a 50 cow dairy farm. I showed at the local county fair and that was my summer vacation. It's Stop there. Um, I loved showing my great Holsteins and crossbred Bron Swiss, but I knew that there were so many opportunities involved in the dairy industry. So I've been involved in so many internships, but am currently a senior at the University of Wisconsin River Falls studying agricultural marketing, communications, and journalism. Last semester here on campus, and the next semester I'll be studying abroad uh, in Europe, and I'm really excited just the opportunities to be here and to learn as much as I can about agriculture and communications. Uh, Michelle, your your background and your, your experience was so relevant to this job. After all, we in the media room are the ones who have to accurately report all of the results, all of the honors that are bestowed during the week. We capture them and immortalize them for posterity's sake. And I knew that you had a soft spot for Brown Swiss. Now I understand <laughs> yes. why. <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're actually beautiful on the colored shavings. There wasn't a breed that wasn't well represented at World Dairy Expo this and every year in between. So, Michelle, you and I represent a, a cross-section of World Dairy Expo's attendees. I'm 60 years old. You're 20-something. Tell us about... Um, 
the modes of communication that you served while I was doing television, radio, and print interviews. Let me know how you were appealing to our 20-something audience. Which, by the way, I really appreciated your uh, television lives. Those were fun to watch and to rewatch. Um, but how I connected with our attendees were Instagram and Facebook. But Instagram was really cool because I pitched an idea about to do a reel to show people behind the scenes. And that was newsworthy in the sense that you don't necessarily see the volunteers or the veterinarians, the people that work to make sure Expo brings in to Madison, Wisconsin. So I think that was really cool to appeal them to not only inform but also to entertain as well so I posted on the Instagram stories and reels and to really choose pictures that could resonate with our audience of 20 year olds and uh and in that capacity and it was really cool because um we were able to as an intern team to capture different angles to really resonate with different audiences and I think you bring up a good point there. There is a lot of activity behind the scenes that people are so unaware of. Nearly 500 volunteers are contributing their time and talents to make sure the show comes off without a hitch. Not to mention, it's a it's a ten-ring circus at World Dairy Expo. When you come to the show, even if you run hard, it's really difficult to take in everything that is World Dairy Expo. So we appreciated all of your efforts to bring it all together and show people all that World Dairy Expo is. It's not just the the beautiful animals on the colored shavings. It's not just the world-class trade show. There are many, many things going on simultaneously at World Dairy Expo. So maybe, Michelle, if you could share with our listeners some of the events, some of the activities that happened that you covered during the week. So not only was I able to walk around the trade show and the cows, but one event that really appeals to me when you ask this question is the Dairy Girls Network's panel that they had on one of the last days of Expo. And they're celebrating the 10 year anniversary and it's really just cool to bring a group of women um, that have different pieces of the dairy industry, different um, involvement levels. And so that was really cool just to hear their stories, who was on the panel, but to also see the audience engage. That was fun. Um, and then some people I heard from as well um, was, you know, the people behind the scenes. I also spoke to an artist and on how Expo was a time that not only brings like industry together, but the, like the fun piece. He had many conversations with families about, you know, potential paintings. And I think that was really cool. Um, and then also I do, I did really much appreciate the trade show because there were different perspectives. Um, and so just picking people's brains, you know, about marketing or communications. I thought that was pretty cool as well. Well, I know one of your assignments while you were on grounds this year was to seek out people, the youth, the internationals, the dairy producers, the trade show attendees, the trade show participants, and ask them, why is attending World Dairy Expo important? So you got a, a real cross-section again of why do people come to World Dairy Expo? Why is it a destination. So I'd like to wrap up our, our interview here today by asking you that question. When we usher in the golden age of dairy next year on October 1st through 4th at World Dairy Expo, Michelle Stangler, what are your top three reasons to encourage people to attend World Dairy Expo from your perspective? I think the first reason is 
there are so many people across the dairy industry that come to this event. So myself personally, I never showed a registered animal. So I think the show industry is really cool, but I also think the trade show and the partners we have are so fun and just to talk to because not only are they nutritionists, but they're also, uh, you know, supporters. So you're talking about your grains, your forages, and uh, you know, the publications that come to World Dairy Expo. So that's one, one reason are the people. Uh, the second reason is, of course, the grilled cheese. Like, where else can you go? Um, of course, uh, America's Dairyland in Wisconsin, um, where people embrace the grilled cheese. What's the flavor of the day? And, of course, support a good local organization, a college organization for that. And then I think the third reason is, you know, we're all busy in today's today's life. But the opportunity to meet people and to learn and to ask questions coming in from a youth and not feel weird about it, that's another reason is because there's so many opportunities for young people. There's many opportunities for, uh, you know, people in their 20s or 30s who are really, you know, have a great wealth of knowledge that want to share. And then those people that are older and retired and just want to learn and just to connect. There are different ways to go about your day at World Dairy Expo. And I think that's what's cool is because you still feel included. And uh, when you feel included, it's fun. So, of course, those are my three reasons. But I am looking forward to hearing about other people's experiences from this episode as well. Oh, and so you will. Michelle Stangler, thank you for serving as one of our media interns this year. And we sure do look forward to seeing you back at World Dairy Expo year after year. I'm sure it's going to be an annual event for you. Yes, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. So thank you, Lisa, for having me on. Uh, Thank you, Michelle. Well, it's now my pleasure to introduce to you Jaden Kane, who served as a media intern this year at World Dairy Expo. Jaden, let's hear a little bit about you, starting with where did you grow up? Yeah, so I grew up on my family's grain farm in Harrington, Delaware. And my family used to have dairy cows, but they sold them in like the mid to early 90s. So unfortunately, we don't milk anymore but we do board heifers for a nearby farm and I keep my show heifers at our house and that's kind of a partnership that we've built, which is pretty cool. And you go to school now at Virginia Tech. What are you studying there? Well, I study agribusiness with a minor in dairy science. And that major and your interest in dairy cattle led you to World Dairy Expo last year. Was that your first trip to World Dairy Expo last year? I've always wanted to go to Dairy Expo since I first learned about it when I was younger and I couldn't find a way to get there because, you know, getting a farmer off the farm is really hard. So I got to tech and I was like, okay, I'll join the judging team because I like it anyway. And if I can make a team, then I get to go to World Day Expo for free. So I made a team and last year I got to compete in the intercollegiate dairy judging uh, contest. Well, that was last year, and I think it's really interesting. We know you came back as a media intern, but not just a media intern. You kind of preloaded your week at World Dairy Expo. Tell us how your week started out this year. Yes, so I got chosen as the assistant coach by Dr. Knowlton, who is the actual coach of the Virginia Tech Dairy Judging Team. So I got to spend the entire season with them, and I knew it would end with me going to Expo again. And while it's always nice to just be able to be there and watch the shows and the trade show and everything, I wanted to try something new. And I saw the Facebook post for media interns, and I knew a previous intern. And uh, it kind of aligned with what I want to do with my life, which is 
in communication. So I decided I would try it out and it was great. Oh, and you rocked it, Jaden. That was a fantastic week spent with you in the media room. I guess I was wondering, could you compare what it was like to be here last year as a judging contest participant as compared to being here as a coach and then being in the media room? Yeah, as the judging team participant, it was very front-loaded on the week because the actual contest takes place before the shows start. So I kind of had the whole week of free time, and I just got to wander and like meet people in the barns and watch the shows. But then this year, as the media intern, everything was kind of you know, busy at the end of the week. So I loved seeing behind the scenes, though. I still got to see the show and I got the results, but I also um, got to spend time writing the press releases and seeing how everything works that way. And I'm not somebody that likes to have a lot of free time. I like to keep myself busy. So this was kind of perfect for me. Well, glad we were able to keep you busy. And indeed, with all of those results pouring into the media room, that's probably the most important thing you did all week was document everything that happened. And boy, did you have relevant experience. Because let's face it, folks, if you've never seen what judging contest results look like, particularly those from World Dairy Expo, 12 classes, right? And you've got the reason scores, and you've got the placing scores, and you've got um, the breed scores. It's it's a lot of information to wade through and dissect and make heads or tails of. And so I got to say, Jade, you did a phenomenal job of, of reporting the, the judging contest results, well, and everything else during the week. And I don't know how many people realize, but we put out a daily newspaper too. And I know you had a hand in that. Yeah, that was super cool to see as well. I loved being able to proofread it the night before. So I kind of got to see everything that happened. Um, I got to see everything before everybody else did. So that was super cool. And uh, what was included in there, all of the interviews and meeting the international people that were highlighted in the newspaper was very cool. Yeah, putting together a, a daily newspaper is, I would say it's a little stressful. There <laughs> there are times when, I mean, we're trying to meet a deadline, right? And this year, interestingly, we've always had the luxury of having the paper print at 2 a.m. to be delivered on the grounds at 6 a.m. so that those people coming in the gates at 7 a.m and all of the exhibitors that are coming to either their show string or to the, the trade show exhibits, those are either the papers are waiting on their show box or on their, their booth table. And this year, our printer does not any longer have a third shift. So our print deadline was 11 p.m. each day of the show. And I would tell you what, that this this intern team was, was just on the money. <laughs> they helped us get that paper turned around each and every day. And it was, in fact, waiting for attendees and exhibitors alike each and every day of the show. It's a wonderful way to, to back through the week and see what happened. And it truly does immortalize the champions and the award winners. And it gives you a sense of who is there. The Q&A pages are ridiculously fun to read because you, you get to talk to actual attendees from other countries, from the media core. I guess I'm bragging about the paper, but it's online. Check it out at WorldDairyExpo.com and see exactly what Jaden and the rest of the interns put their time into this year. So one other question I wanted to ask you, Jaden, is you've been here twice now. And obviously it was so fun the first time you wanted to make a second trip. Um, people are going to be making plans now to attend the show 2024, October 1st through 4th. Tell us in your words, what are the top three reasons why somebody should come from Delaware to go to World Dairy Expo? 
or Virginia Tech for that matter? <laughs> um, three reasons would be hard to uh, minimize everything down to three. But uh, first off, just seeing all the pretty cows. You know, you're seeing the best cows in the world here. And um, two would probably be to just meet people from across the world. There were so many international people that came and meeting them and hearing their stories is very cool. And they're always willing to talk to you. Uh, and then three would just be traveling in general. I'm a very travel savvy person. I think that seeing new places and, you know, being able to go across the country or internationally in general is super cool. So that would probably be my top three reasons. Awesome. Well, we look forward to having you back at World Dairy Expo year after year. Maybe you'll be working with Dr. Catherine Knowlton next year with that Virginia Tech judging team. Maybe you'll be back as a member of the Media Corps. I don't know, but it's sure thing that you are going to be invested in the dairy industry, and we are so glad that you saw fit to invest your talents there, Jaden. Thanks for being part of the Dairy Show, and thank you for making World Dairy Expo 2023 one for the record books. I would now like to introduce you to our lead media intern. Katrina Hosley returned this year. She served last year as a media intern, and she was gracious enough to come back and do it again this year and lead our team of four in the media room. So at the onset of this interview, Katrina, tell us about yourself. Yes, well, I am a senior this year at the University of Wisconsin River Falls, double majoring in ag business and ag marketing communications. Throughout my collegiate career, I've had a ton of internship experiences within the marketing communication space, uh, but it was really fun to come back to World Dairy Expo and combine my passions of the dairy industry and advocacy together through this media room internship. Uh, I'm no stranger to World Dairy Expo. I've been attending for as long as I can remember in the stroller, um, just seeing the family, friends compete, and it's been so fun to come back now for two years, being able to experience the media room, a different side of Expo. Well, and Katrina, you're no stranger to Expo, but no stranger to the dairy industry either. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up and your farming background. For sure. I grew up in Lancaster, Wisconsin, down in good old Grant County on a brown Swiss herd. Uh, the Hosley family has a deep root in the brown Swiss industry. And again, been on the halter for as long as I can remember. I made my show ring debut at the Fenimore Kitty Fair with one of Becky Martin's Jersey heifers. And ever since then, it's been uh, a full-flown passion running forward through the dairy industry, both production and commercial, into the show ring as well. So again, dairy industry is something that I truly have a passion for and one that I will carry with me through all of my experiences. Well, and I know, Katrina, those life experiences have served you well in this role because we get a barrage. And it's, I mean, that's probably not even a strong enough word for what it is. But as these results start pouring in at World Dairy Expo, we have a lot of competitions that take place that started last Saturday with our fitting contest, with our showmanship contest, and then the judging contest, waiting through all those results. And then we have all the dairy shows that follow. Waiting through all those results, you were in charge of editing, proofing, writing releases, and making sure that we were accurately depicting the results. Yes. And tell us about that responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, being a returning intern, it really helps having that knowledge from last year gained of how the media room works. But throughout the week, we are truly busy putting out, I believe, over 25 press releases throughout the week, uh, reading through articles, like you mentioned, everything that goes out through World Dairy Expo, we put our eyes on. Uh, so it's really great to be able to connect with those media professionals, get to have an in-depth look at the World Dairy Expo competitions, you know, how things truly run, because 
in the past, again, I've been in the barns, but now seeing Expo through a new perspective has really helped, again, using my different perspectives, my different um, experiences, just really helps bring this back in to help put out effective, efficient, true results through World Dairy Expo in a fashion that really captures the essence of the event because we all know World Dairy Expo and it's truly one of those special places that we all hold in our hearts. So being able to capture the emotion that goes in with that as we put out our results and celebrate those who excelled is something that's really been cool in the media room. Well, and we just got the results in for how many registered internationals we had. 2,915 internationals registered at the show from 100 different countries. And Katrina, you can attest to this, having been in the media room all week. We had over 200 individuals covering the results and taking them back to their home country, their home state, their home province. Tell us about the pride you witnessed in the media room. Again, going back to last year, I was surprised with how many international guests we welcomed at Expo. Uh, meeting just unique individuals from Holstein International, different publications was phenomenal. But then coming back this year blew my mind with how many international guests we had. It was just the amount of people we had this year crazy to see. I mean, we had people from uh, Japan filming a documentary. We had um, leadership from Uganda visiting and Mr. Kamori, who was industry person of the year, also made a debut in our media room. So the caliber of people that we had, not just internationally, but uh, just guest wise was really, really humbling to see because just us college interns were able to connect with these individuals, have conversations with them, and truly see the importance that they have in our industry. And even back here in the States, we've had people from publications um, statewide and nationally wide that have been really great to make those connections with as well, especially someone going into the marketing communication space after college. You know, having those connections is something that's truly invaluable. So being able to welcome people internationally was just astounding to add on to my resume of my world dairy expo experiences but then also to make those connections um, in the states has been truly great to add to my portfolio as well oh and katrina you were a knowledgeable hostess and that's in fact what the media room winds up being we're connecting people with one another to gather the stories the information they want i know we even had a journalist there from sweden there on a grant her sole purpose for coming to the show was to learn more about the world's forage analysis super bowl she wanted to know what type of analyses were performed and, and how did we select our winners and how did that in turn enhance the quality of forages that were feeding the U.S., well, the U.S., the North American dairy herd, if you will, because we had competitors from all over the place. My goodness, the winners alone, this doesn't count the hundreds of samples they received, but I was going through that too. The Forage Super Bowl winners hailed from Colorado, New York, Wyoming, Michigan, Oklahoma, Iowa. Again, just a cross-section of what you experienced this past week. People from all corners of the globe that love the dairy industry, are engaged in the dairy industry, and were there to share their stories and gather more information about the dairy industry. So as a returning media intern, you were again our lead media intern. Can you Compare and contrast for us, Katrina, Katrina, what your experience in the media room was like comparing 2022's show to this year's event. Well, as we mentioned earlier, the magnitude of people that we had was just insane coming back in 2023. Now that we are coming back into a new normal, everything has opened up, 2023 felt like 
your regular expo, you're back to normal mingling with your friends, and it was just so rewarding to see that come into play. Uh, but in 2022, that was still uh, no short of an awesome experience, being able to see that different perspective of World Dairy Expo, being in the media room, putting my talents uh, into play was again, truly invaluable. But now coming back in 2023, it helped so much to have that knowledge basis coming in to help the other interns, already having the knowledge of how our press release system works, how the social media game works, uh, and being able to put that into play just to create a, a higher, more qualitable output of our social media and all media relations in general. Um, but 2023 actually helped me have a real better realization of the true testament of World Dairy Expo. Now, being at the barns, being an exhibitor, we all see we're here for the dairy show. But as you just mentioned, we have people internationally coming back to capture different stories of agriculture. And I think that truly attests to the impact that World Dairy Expo has, not just on the dairy industry, but on the ag industry as a whole uh, internationally. So it was, again, very humbling and intriguing to see that full picture story of the different journalists, the different media people coming into the room to just capture the stories that they needed to capture that didn't necessarily pertain to the dairy show or um, to the cattle in the barn. So being able to see the full effect that Expo plays on the world is something that I'll really take away from 2023. Well, it was a treat working with you and the other three interns. Your, your quality and professionalism shown this past week, and we were glad to have you returning. And speaking of returning, next year's theme is going to celebrate the golden age of dairy, and we expect that you probably will be there along with most of the other people that attended this year's show. From your seat in the house, Katrina, what are your three top reasons to return to World Dairy Expo? Well, the three top reasons are pretty tough to put into just three bubbles. Uh, at a short glance, I would say the people, the education, and just the overall connections that you make. Uh, being at World Dairy Expo for as long as I can remember, the people that you meet there, they're not just friends. They turn into family. You're lifelong people that will always be there with you uh, in your back pocket for a resource, for a connection, for a phone call. Um, you really make people that will last a lifetime there in those connections. Uh, moving on to education, one thing throughout my journey in high school was I was an active FFA member. And coming to World Dairy Expo, I was able to participate in the various competitions, get to know other FFA members, and hone in on uh, some dairy judging skills, some showmanship skills, and talk with trade booth education uh, curriculum there throughout Expo. So again, people don't necessarily see that side of World Dairy Expo, but again, there's so much invaluable um, education opportunities throughout uh, the event in Madison. And to wrap it up, just again, those connections that you make, the trade show is insane to walk through. There's so many people there. It's an awesome opportunity. And this past year, I actually walked through the trade show and was trying to make career connections through that I can use throughout my professional career. So again, there's different things that you don't see at World Dairy Expo necessarily. Uh, but once you take a, a bigger look at the event, you'll see that there's so much more to learn. So in 2024, definitely coming back for those people, the education and those connections that, again, World Dairy Expo makes and keeps with you forever. Oh, thank you, Katrina. Thank you so much. And Dairy Show listeners, I want to extend a thank you to you as well. Do you know there are 1,200 of you that tune in faithfully every other Tuesday to listen to the Dairy Show? We want to thank you for that. Do you know that that puts us in the top 20% across the country? And that's across all genres, not just dairy 
podcasts. It's all podcasts. And what an honor that is for World Dairy Expo to have a core of loyal listeners listening to this program. So I thank you. And if you would like to witness firsthand the hard work that Katrina and the other interns put into summarizing World Dairy Expo, please go to worlddairyexpo.com and check out the summary. You'll need to go to the media tab on worlddairyexpo.com and then click on show summaries and select 2023. And then you, like us, can be astounded at the results from this year's show and how many people came from all corners of the world to appreciate and celebrate World Dairy Expo. We'll see you again next year at World Dairy Expo. It takes place October 1 through 4, same place, Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us on The Dairy Show. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Dairy Show. We hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to hit like and subscribe wherever you are listening to us today. And of course, don't forget to tell your friends about how much you are enjoying The Dairy Show. We would love to have them join us as well. And last but not least, if you have any comments for us, send us an email at wde at wdexpo.com. We would love to hear from you.